I'd say sunny all week. It's coming. Those are loud. Heads up. Yeah, These are I, too. I bought a new jacket today. Preparing. And a new sweater. Yeah, I got to buy a new jacket. This yeah, like not- tonight it's raining, tomorrow it'll be cloudy, but then like Thursday, rain, 90%. Saturday looks all right. Tight. Just wait, Ted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, it's that time of year. It's happening. Dude, the thing I, is- I will say that. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, even my ass is cold. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the Ted. Starring the Ted. Starring the Starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. The podcast, episode 237. What's up with your boy, the Ted Smith? will be hosting this here podcast. Greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, to the writer, me, he's in here enjoying all the fall, autumn weather as he soaks it in. He's always here unless he's somewhere <laughs> in two wheels in Southeast Asia. Goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Pork futures trading higher today as Chinese tariffs kicked in and swine prices started to rise in the world's second largest economy. Closer to home, shares the podcast taking some heat in the street as Matt catwalked his way through the annual Halloween party in a miniskirt and thong over the weekend. Investors have called for a board vote. Will the boys embrace the sex sells, or will that swimsuit calendar have to wait another year? We'll find out at 6.30. All right, back there on the wheels of steel, getting the studio all set up. I respect the fact he's still sleeveless in uh, <laughs> almost November. Matt Comer, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. All right, first, let's just jump into it. We went to a Halloween party this weekend. We were all there. Uh, Matt, your costume was on another level. Thank you. I mean, I don't know how many times. We should tweet out a picture or two of you in that costume, if yeah, you don't mind. Yeah, I got, I got to wear that thing all day, too. That was the, the best right, part. So, so you're dressed as a sexy nurse. Now imagine Very how, sexy nurse. Right, imagine how you think a very sexy nurse would look. Fishnet stockings, heels, technically wedges. <laughs> I was out on the deck. I just eavesdropped on part of that conversation. So I was like, oh, no, Matt, they're wedges. They're not heels. Like, dude's wearing them. Yeah. Like lipstick. Lipstick. You Eyeliner have on a wig. didn't come off for a couple days. I don't know how to do that. I was trying to, because it's just like, I feel like I'm going to poke my eyes out trying to get in there with the wipes. But yeah, uh, went, went all in on this one. Right. So you were sexy nurse all day. All day. We left my parents' house before like one, I think, uh, bowling. With my girlfriend's coworkers started at two, and that was in West Seattle. We left for Missaquah. We stopped at Value Village and a costume store dressed like that. Uh, we went to the bowling alley. Is, is your girl Shock G yet? She was Shock G all day too. All right. Yes. By the way, for the record, Shock G is the lead singer of Digital Underground who sings the Humpty Dance. He is not Humpty. He is not Humpty. He I don't. Is also, I, not Digital Underground. What he is I, Shock G. That's his name. Right, right. He was in Digital Underground. Right. Digital Underground's the group. Yeah. But, Sex Packets. Right. I don't know. It annoyed me that everybody kept calling her Humpty. It's like, he, she's clearly Shock G. <laughs> Did you know the difference? I didn't even know who she was dressed as. All right. All right. That's fair. And honestly, I've never heard of Shock G in my life. The Humpty Dance. I mean, I've heard that song. But yeah. Like the, the name Shock G, never heard it. It's the one that said just... What's Any it? other popular songs? Put some sand on their panties. <laughs> I mean, that was their biggest song. Yeah. I just, all right, that's fair. I just, I, you know what? I just like rap and it pissed me off. He sounds a lot like Dell the Funky Homo Sapien. All right, that's fair. I just was amazed at the medium age of that party that more people didn't recognize it as Shock G. 
But like you're saying, you're like, I don't know, dude. I had never, I had never seen the video until she said that was going to be her costume. Heard the song a million times, know most of the lyrics, but I never saw the video growing up. That's the thing. It's like think about something like Blue Scholars. Like you've heard the music, but could you like really draw me a photo or picture of those guys? No, same. But I don't know a ton of their music either. No, but there's like a couple songs you'd be like, oh, Blue Scholars. Yeah, that's a good point. North by Northwest, you know. But same with, I mean, the Humpty Dance. Like you know, between the three of us, we can only name one, right? So. You know. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so so you're dressed the sexy nurse all day. Yes. Uh, Shock G was with you. I just like that you and you had to do something at the bowling alley, right? Because it was too revealing. Well, yeah, I had to put. Uh, well, we were looking for like spandex shorts, like for chicks, but I just put a pair of black boxer briefs on, like roughly the same, same difference. So nobody'd see the bird. Yeah, so everything was a little bit more tame, I guess. But I mean, also I am bowling. And I definitely was wearing a thong, so like it would have been all ass cheeks, like all all day. So like, understandable there. It was still quite an impression. Her the median age of her coworkers was like fifty something, so they were all pretty taken aback by it and like thought it was hilarious. So it got a good response there. And then I show up dressed like a nurse. Everybody's talking da 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 da, and then the game starts, and I rolled four fucking strikes in a row. To start, just <laughs> to like start? yeah, what a what an impression! I I just felt awesome, um, and then yeah, uh, so bowled pretty well for the day com- comparatively, um, but uh, yeah, then we went and saw Woodshed and Jericho Hill at the Skylark. So we were at a show with a bunch of people that we knew and didn't know dressed like that. By that point, I had taken. The boxer briefs off, so like ass cheeks were out. It was just like madness. And then on the way from the Skylark to the party, we stopped at uh, a Safeway and a Chick Fil A, and um, but we didn't stay in Chick Fil A. Like I went in I there, Chick Fil A man. It was like be careful. Way too long of a line. Way too many kids. Definitely a Christian restaurant. And it was like, all right, we got in line. I was like, I can't do this. We gotta go. So. Um, yeah, when I was in Safeway, some some girl comes up to me and is like, hey, can you come mess with this kid over here and pretend that you're his uncle's new girlfriend? And I was like, oh, absolutely. So I go over and like there's like a guy pushing a cart and like a five-year-old, his five-year-old nephew or whatever. And he starts talking about how he met me the other night. And I was like, yeah, we were dancing, having a good time. He's really cute. And like, yeah, it's great to meet you finally. <laughs> to a uh, five-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So uh, got stopped for picture on the way in there, too. And, yeah, I was just having a great day. And then finally got to the party that I dressed up for. But, like, all of that happened in pre-party. So it was a hell of a Saturday. Yeah, that's a long day. Yeah. Dude, that just makes me think of the ripples on the pond, too. Like, you have no idea how that conversation impacts that kid <laughs> 14, 14 years from now. He gets caught, like, you know, beaten off in a janitor's very closet at his high school in that or moment. <laughs> and it's like a whole, he gets kicked out of college because of it. And it's like, yeah. That's when I was glad I had the beard because he called me out for having a beard. And, like, so he kind of, he could tell what was going on. But it's like, what are these people doing? Adults are weird. That's fair. Accurate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still remember when I was a kid, my dad had worked at these grocery stores called Giants, right? So it's a union shop, blah, blah, blah. So he's getting out of that. So they're having like a going, like basically his buddy that's like this crazy guy is going to do this whole trick for him or whatever. And I remember the guy dressed up in lingerie and we had a van and it was like a big joke that my mom was going to pull the van up and he was going to be back there like posing on the bed, right? Because it was a conversion (laughs) van. 
But like now that you bring up that story, like I still remember goddamn Divers, and I just was very confused because it was like, I know he's a man, but like he's dressed like a woman. And <laughs> so you're right, you're talking about that kid. Like yeah, that's gonna have an effect. You're gonna on remember him. that one. That's what I'm saying. Like it's deep in the kernel of the computer, and you don't know like what that flaw is gonna or like what the, what that little piece of software is gonna do 20 years from now. And I realize like as people are listening to this on Thursday, right? Like. This weekend coming up, the 27th, is going to be when you see the mass of people out in their costumes. Oh, yeah. Like, you were a week ahead being yeah. a slutty nurse. Yeah. It was, <laughs> like, when the lady, when the girl came up to me and, like, proposed the idea, I had that for a second, like, we're going to mess with some five-year-old, like, about it, with a, as a guy dressed as a girl, and it was like, now's no time to think about the consequences of this. It sounds fun. So I just went with it. <laughs> The best I'm saying is he's not even going to know it happened. That's the best part. <laughs> Therapy will drag it out of him. Mm-hmm. Starts dating a gear- girl with a beard. He's like, I don't know. I'm just attracted to it. <laughs> Those I get really breaks, turned man. on every time we go by a Safeway. Yeah, I was going to say, right? <laughs> this kid's grocery whole store, like, every Sunday, it's like, what happens this Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> Right? In a couple of weeks from now, he's going to run into goddamn Santa Claus there. <laughs> Butterfly like, effect, man. Like, what is going on? Uh, I also wanted to say, like, man, I always, uh, I don't know. I always like get so excited for Christmas and everything else. But Halloween is fun. Now, granted, the last Hell couple yeah. years, I've taken very simple, comfortable costumes. So it's been pretty easy for me. But, uh, yeah, man, it's always a blast. And everybody at that party just turns out. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a couple, like, kind of lazier costumes, but not much. Like, everybody puts in effort. Dude, yeah, there was a Homer Simpson in full yellow body paint. Yeah. And a March. March. Yeah. I know, that was and fun. they won runner-up. Yeah. They well, me and Cobb were sitting on the deck at one point, and I think I was so good to split. We just looked in. He goes, man, Homer looks really good. And I was like, he does. Like, I don't know if I know them. So he's like, let's go talk to the Simpsons. We just went <laughs> in and started, like, BSing Did with Did you them. know them? Sort of. They, so it was funny. We asked their names, and the guy was like, oh, da 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 He says his name's like, oh, I don't really recognize him. And you couldn't really tell who, for people listening, you couldn't tell who Homer was because he had these big glasses on that were like googly eyes, like Homer's. But then he's like, Nacho Libre. And we're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, the guy who was Nacho Libre two years ago. Because <laughs> he had a perfect, unbelievable Nacho Libre costume. So yeah, and we kind of knew him. And those Googly eyes, right? It was just kind of trippy because it's like he's just having a normal conversation with us. But he's got those Googly eyes. So it's just like, man, I know you're being like serious right now, but it's hard to take you serious with those eyes. Well, dude, I was having like some some deep, intense talks with like George and Bill and Joe. and But I'm dressed as a fucking nurse, like talking about life and the meaning of it and my thoughts on everything. And it was just it was just felt ridiculous and uh LeBounty posted a couple of pictures where you, you can like see me talking to Jason about like some really intense deep stuff and I just had this look on my eyes like we're just connecting but I'm dressed as, like a slutty nurse <laughs> yeah well that was like last year with our one buddy's wife who had never been to the party before and I had in my grill the whole time oh, yeah. so we have like this deep 25 minute heart to heart about she should hang out she'll like the whole group and I kind of like I had that whole conversation with a goddamn fake grill in my mouth. It's probably like, who is this, people? Like, what, what's going on at this party? My favorite thing, too, is just, so I was dressed, I just had a hoodie that made me look like Ted the Bear from the movies. But, I, I mean, I have so much fun just bullshit about being a bear. Did yeah. you hear, like, convincing oh, yeah. people about hibernation and this and that, and I hate spruces. Dude, I'm with you, man. When I wear a costume, typically I like to own it and, like, drop a few lines in and stuff. I didn't this year, but in general, yeah, I'm with you. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun selling it and taking on the character. And you were great about that. You almost got my vote with the the one of the lazier, like comfortable, like low key costumes. <laughs> right. But it's like you just came came correct with the backstory, and it's just cracked me up all night. And. And you know, yeah. I hadn't even thought about it until right. I was just sitting there getting kind of drunk. And I was like, <laughs> actually, man, being a bear is great. I think I started with you, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you want to talk about sleep? <laughs> about months of that. Right? Um. I know. And then it's like, so I was telling somebody that, like the next day, and they're like, you were convincing people to be a bear? And I was like, yeah, it sounds weird. <laughs> but when there's a guy dressed as a bear telling you about it, it's much more normal. Yeah, it fit in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, big weekend this weekend. Are you guys going now? Bourbon Bacon Fest, right? And then Matt's going to Bend. Yeah, I'm going down to Bend, Bend Oregon, to see Five Alarm Funk, and we're going to swing by C- Crater Lake, too. Are you? Oh, Sunday. so you're driving. Wow, yeah. that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Figure, like, why not add a, a couple hours to the drive, and instead of staying in Bend on Saturday, we'll just drive down there and check it out for however long we can. And So when you, wait a minute, so you're driving down Saturday during the day? We're driving down Friday during the day. The show's in Bend on Friday. We're going to see them. We're going to see my friend that lives down there, stay with him. Saturday, we'll go down to Crater Lake. Maybe my friend and his wife will come with us, but they'd take a separate car and head back to Bend. And then we'll go from Crater Lake, maybe to the In-N-Out that's like an hour away, maybe straight to Eugene or Springfield. Have you messed with uh, Burgerville? No, Taryn loves that place. Arguably better than In-N-Out. And they're in Oregon, right? Only in Portland, yeah. Only in Portland. There's some, they got like 30, there's some 30, in Washington. Yeah, they got like 30 of them, so they're kind of spreading out. But I mean, there's like center, you know, center points or, yeah. or is Portland. Okay. Burgerville is like, it's like a mix between Dick's and In-N-Out, kind of. It's their thing. Their milkshakes are killer. Okay. Taryn said a lot of good things about that place. It's been on our radar. Maybe there's one between Crater Lake and Eugene or Springfield, and that might be a little bit more uh, little more easy and straightforward. Because we're also going to be in Vegas next month for Ghost, so we'll be able to get some What's in Ghost? and out down there. Ghost? The band? Yeah, they're mm-hmm. awesome. They're they're like one of my favorites. Uh, Taryn, I'm surprised you haven't heard about Ghost. I feel like I've... Rattled on about them in the past, but you probably are like, oh, another band. All I hear is Woodshed. Okay. They, good. That's good. That's Ghost a good is a more popular band. Ghost is a little more popular. They won some Grammys. We play them on the airwaves. Let's uh, say Matt and Matt, and everybody here loves them, but I know Taryn and Matt really do. Nice. Yeah. I've been yeah. hearing a lot of Imagine Dragons on your guys' station. Yep. Yeah. We play them too. All right, All right. Matt. Uh, they're mostly around I like Portland. Imagine Dragons. There's yeah, some down in Cors- Corvallis. Okay. But there's also one out at the Dallas. Okay. So if you're like cutting back over along the river there. Is that what it's called? The Dallas? Is it the Dallas? I thought it was the, the Dallies or something like that. There's an I somewhere in there, right? No, or it's like just D A L L E S. E S, right? And Dallas is A S. Oh, you're right. So yeah, it's, it's like the Dallas. Da- or something. I don't know how you say it, but I know there's some cool local way of saying it. Yeah. The Dales? The Dales? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'll yep. ask. Yeah. I'll speak Oregonian. I mean, the other thing I'm going to tell you, if you end up staying Saturday night, you don't have to drive all the way back to Ben. You stop 30 minutes short of it in uh, Lapine, Best Western, 24-hour hot tub and pool. Oh, best, yeah, you've told me about that. He's got, oh, wish I had thought of that. We're already, we already got a hotel in Springfield. All right. Which is right by Eugene. <laughs> all right. I mean, hey, you do you, dog. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like, I, I'm sure it's probably not the best Best Western. Pretty sure it is. W- no, I'm saying where we're staying, because oh. it's not even <laughs> right, the best Western thing. But I don't know I that like, it's the me, best it's, yeah. Marriott or whatever we're staying at. So, well, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> Live and learn, you know? You win some, you lose some. <laughs> Free <laughs> Belgian waffles, though. <laughs> I'm hungry. It's a big loss. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> let's see. In terms of losing some. Just saying. 
that's all you can eat, man. Think about it. And if some jackass had taken you an hour out of the way with bad directions, like finding that hotel <laughs> that full three in the morning was pretty nice. Oh yeah, I don't know who would do that kind of stuff. Yeah. They stayed, uh, they stayed diligent, and they found that hotel eventually. <laughs> uh, what else can I say? We had our buddy uh, Bobby on here, McIntyre. Yeah, we haven't been on for a couple weeks. I was doing some traveling. Bobby ended up winning his fight. Yep. And then uh, who else? Talon won as well. Talon, Talon won. As won? Well. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Both our both our guys came went out there and won. Uh, Bobby got him in a toe hold in the, the second round, first round. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty solid performance from him and Talon. Uh, Tigran took him the whole the distance, and Talon came up to me and he was like, "He was tough," like because um, I knew who he was fighting as well. And Talon was like, "I think I'll be able to finish him." And yeah, he uh, Talon was definitely. Uh, in control for most of the fight, and but yeah, they they went the distance, and it was it was wild being that close to it, seeing two guys you know battling. <laughs> it <laughs> right, I mean, there's no way around it, right? Like if you know both the guys, it is kind of awkward to watch them. It's pretty real down there too, because when you see like the UFC on TV, I guess it just feels more like a professional sport. And you're so you're a little more like removed from it, or it's a little more like uh, Disney-ified. But when you're there, like it's legit, just two dudes in a steel cage, combat, fighting each other. And the, yeah, the the reality of that like really sets in when you're sitting there, and it's like, damn, like that's just the biggest dude from one town and the biggest dude from this other town, and they both like to fight. We're just gonna put them into like a, you know, like they're talented, but like a backyard street fight basically, and it's awesome. You kind of yeah. forget, I guess, about the raw, you know. Uh, visceral nature of people fighting each other. And it's tough for those guys, right? Like, Talon, this was only like his third professional fight, right? Yeah. So there's not a lot of film on these guys, right? Like, you can't, it's not like the UFC where, like, the guy's been fighting for a while, there's film all over the place, you can kind of study, you know, his style. Like, you know, sometimes when we interview him, it's like, yeah, I don't know, I'm just got to go in and do my thing and hope to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to punch him in the face a couple times, possibly <laughs> kick him. Pretty sure he's got a torso, going to kick him there. Well, it's like a with, neck I could try and choke. Yeah, yeah. it's like with McGregor and Habib, like we knew, right? Habib's a strong wrestler, he's going to try to take him down. You know Connor wants to stand up, so it's not like a, it's not shocking what's going to happen here. But yeah, but for those guys, right, like Talon's not kidding. He's just like, damn, that was tough. Yeah, and Talon, like, so I was clapping for everybody, right? Because I just you didn't have know to anybody. on the apron. The whole th- right. It's hard to boo somebody when you're right there. Right. Life on the apron. <laughs> to right. boo somebody. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever booed anybody. Like I've I didn't boo Alan. <laughs> I love uh, you said that because I was just picturing you all in out, <laughs> just just out and out, like right boo, on the apron. Just, boo. Boo. It's like, oh, there was some boos that night. Come on, man. Um, but be so, a professional. When Talon came out, I was clapping for him like more intensely than I had for any of the previous fighters because I know Talon. Yeah. He didn't see me clapping for him. But then Tigran came out, who I also know, and I was clapping very intensely for him as well. I'm just like, but Talon saw me cheering for Tigran when he came out, and he just had this look of like, okay. And I was like, oh, man. (laughs) Man, I was doing the same thing for you, but you didn't see that, of course, because you were soaking it in. Dude, uh, that, that's yeah. like sometimes when you like tip at like a cafe or something, you want the, them to like see you put it in the thing right. so they like, you know, don't spin your drink or whatever. Right. And it was just like, he just shot me a quick look and saw it and I, and like, he saw me see him see me and it was like, uh, but he, it wasn't long enough for me to be like, I did it for you too or something like that. But right. I was like, God damn it. Just enough to be awkward. Let's hope for a good fight, guys. And that's what we got. He, that's a great analogy. 
because I've done that. Like, <laughs> you're waiting for the guy to like you also to be like it's a dollar, dude. Like, I've I'm seen you it. do that too, where people are like they're busy getting the drinks or whatever, and you like hover the dollar. Like, Thank you. Yeah. Make sure they see you put it in there. Yeah, exactly. Because I've done the the inverse where I tip and they don't see it, and it's just like God damn it. Like yeah, you want them coming back, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I know it is awkward. It's like I don't want to be that guy, but it's like I want you to at least like know that I'm doing it. But you're really good about it because you don't like interrupt that. You just like hold it there for a second and give them a nice firm thank you with some eye contact that they can feel, and then they return yeah. it. And then I, oh, thank you. <laughs> it's a good life skill. I'm taking uh, notes. Right. Uh, also, I want to say a special shout out to our boy Joey P. Uh, he got he got engaged. Oh yeah, oh, mama's boy. Yeah, mama's boy getting engaged. All those firemen are doing that now. Is that right? <laughs> to think. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Took me a second. Well, there's one probably no, not. One's holding strong. <laughs> right? He's got dreams. He's got dreams. He's going to make Boat it dreams. out of this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I was going to say, you know, we've already had the Halloween party. We probably jumped the gun a little bit early. I kind of liked it that we got it done early. But then, uh, you know, it's cold out. It's been raining. Football's on. Like, it might officially be dip season. Ooh! Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I feel like at some point we had to talk about when dip season officially starts, but yeah, man, first time you pull that dip out of the microwave, we're neighbors now. Just holler at your boy. I feel like we've had four of those conversations <laughs> over the last four years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is ranch a dip or not a dip? Also, I was telling somebody today, like, I've been a good boy. I haven't had, I can't tell you last time I even bought Ben and Jerry's, right? But you I said got, you haven't even damn. been a dicks yet. I haven't, but I got like four or five pounds to go. Then there's another little mark I'm going to get under. We are definitely having a pizza and ice cream party. <laughs> in. Right? Even even the uh, the name We Shall Not Speak was like, a few more pounds and you can really celebrate. <laughs> wow, he said that? Yeah. Dang, I was like, oh, this. Progress. Right? <laughs> Don't lie. No, like, I can't lie. Like in Denver, there was a giant slice of pizza. Uh, you know, there's been a couple slices here and there, but just we haven't had one home delivered. And, you know, I'm saying that. But I'd probably get halfway through a pint of Ben and Jerry's and be like, I don't know if I want this. But it <laughs> it's sounds a lot to handle. It just I sounds like fun. You just point. need to give yeah. yourself the permission. Yeah. And then you still be mindful when you're enjoying them and you'll probably eat less. Yeah. But you'll still enjoy them. Yeah. My favorite part about Ben and Jerry's is number two ingredient, liquid sugar. It's like, <laughs> damn. Also with a he who must not be named, I picture him wearing a cloak a lot <laughs> with a big hood around Capitol Hill near his gym. It's more like he looks like he's either like like he's he's ready for a fight. Because like in the gym, he just wears me. like boxing, you know, like the boxing shoes, almost like wrestling shoes. So it, it's always looks like. And then like when he leaves, a lot of times he just throws up his hood, and I'm like, it's like I know he's not because he's a nice dude, but I'm just like, it seems like he could be ready for something to break out at any time. And he just has that physically imposing. Yeah, well, isn't that what you want? You don't want to be look like you're gonna start something, but you want to be ready to handle anything that comes up at any point. Yeah, like, right, he looks like a guy that can finish it. Right. Yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of people in my family look like people that are going to start it. <laughs> <laughs> they keep chirping. They're all fired up. Got a lot to say. Right. <laughs> all bartenders love them. <laughs> Smith's out there barking. Uh, all right. Uh, what else can I say? Yeah, so dip season's upon us. And then, Christ, man, I don't want to be this old guy. But literally, I mean, it, Christmas will be here upon us before we even know it. Yeah, True. two months from the day, the day this comes out. Is that right? Two months and two days from right now. Wow. And this comes out in two days. Exactly. Two Dude, months. Dude, I'll say this. I mean, F the weather, but I do love the Christmas season, especially yeah. in Seattle. A lot well, of cool stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. The weather really tumbles from January to March, April. Um, 
yeah, December, you got all the lights out. Everybody's doing the holiday thing. It's it's great time. Yeah, and like we always say it, but it's like you don't matter. It doesn't it doesn't bother you as much because you're like, yeah, the weather's kind of crappy, but like right, you're saying there's like, there's Christmas lights. People are in general good mood. And then I always say like January, you can kind of fight through as you're coming off like Christmas, and there's still football. Oh but what's that? Once that Super Bowl is over, dude, right? Like, hockey's going, but it's in, like, the dreads of, like, hockey season. Basketball's just in the middle of it. Like, dudes are taking off days. You're just like, all right, now it's just cold. Yeah, now yep. I just survive. That, that's when you got to... That's when you got to get up to the mountains or something. That's what Just I'm saying. We did Leavenworth in February. Last year we did Amsterdam in May. We're doing New York in February this year. Like having some trips to kind of get you get you through that has been an awesome awesome move. Yeah, trips are a great thing. Yeah, like I remember uh, my mom always talks about one of her bosses. That was like his big thing. Like, he just always had a trip scheduled out. So it was like, no matter how much work got to him or whatever, you just like, well, I got this to look forward to. Yeah, that's like half the joy of trips. Honestly, I've stopped. Huh. I've stopped doing as many last-minute trips. Try to schedule them out because you get like more joy looking forward to it than just you know the trip itself. Like, there's a lot of value in that. Very interesting. Because I do. I did always like admire your spont- spontaneous nature with, yeah. with your traveling. But hearing you say that makes a lot of sense because I love looking forward to this stuff. We we book stuff. Way yeah, that's in what I'm saying you're hyped on New York right now. Yeah, you know? I got four months of getting stoked for New York. I've been stoked on Vegas and Bend for four months. Like, yeah. When are you going to New York? February. Ooh. It's like tropical at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like when we went to Leavenworth in February. Like, yeah, it's cold there still, but it's like, yeah, it just feels like it'll be it'll be fun. I mean, if it's snowing and like it's like a winter type, th- that'd be awesome. Yeah, we, that's true. So, We'll see. I've been in New York City during a blizzard. Uh-huh. It was it was a blizzard. A shut down the city blizzard? Uh pretty sh- well no, cuz it's New York. So nothing ever stops there. But like I we went to Madison Square Garden. I watched a group of guys push a cabbie out of a out of a snow like he couldn't get out. Huh. And then he wouldn't take their fare. Pushed him back in. <laughs> What? Have you never heard that story? Dude, no. <laughs> so it's like me and my brother, we, we take the train up during the blizzard. This is 1997, right? So, I mean, I'm a teenager. He's probably like 19, seven years older. So I'm like 12 or 13. And first of all, we got robbed when we got there. And then... <laughs> Dude, didn't you say last week you'd look like a victim? Yeah. You're going to foreign Mugger. countries? Uh, <laughs> of course you'd get mugged in New York. Too. The first time we get there. <laughs> so then... <laughs> <laughs> the next day, right, so we had won these tickets from a radio station to go to the Big East tournament at the Madison Square Garden, right? So this is awesome. So we come out, and it's like, by this point, it's gone from snow to, like, sleeting and freezing rain, and it's just miserable out there. There's, like, a foot of, foot of snow on the ground. So there's, like, this cabbie, and there's this group of dudes, and they, as he's, like, plowed in, and they push him out, and then they're like, all right, you got to take us here. And he's like, no, I just needed to get out. And they literally pushed him back in, and were like, F you, deal with it. Dude, that's so New York. Isn't it? And they, the I East mean, Coast, man. Right? They were just like, oh, f*** off. That's wow. Cool. They pushed him back into the snowbank. Back in. Damn. But I mean, in, his def- in their defense, like, they, they got you out of there. Like, you got to take that fare and drop those dudes off. Yeah. But what if their fare is, well, yeah. I mean, what if the fare is likely to get him even more stuck somewhere? You know, he's already scarred from being locked in the snow. I mean, bank. you're right, but I will say this too: it was just, it was chaos, right? Because it's just my brother's 19 again. I'm like 12 or 13. We're not positive about the trains. All the cops are like, just take the train; it'll be quick. So I mean, you're just out there like trying to hail any cab you could. And again, 97. So it wasn't like we were going to call an Uber or a Lyft to get out of there. 
Damn, man. But with that said, New York is awesome. The Smiths it never sleeps. Like, I'm really excited. Um, bars stay open late. Yeah, can't right? wait. Bars stay open until like 4 a.m. or something. Yeah, it's awesome. It yeah. always surprises you, too. And Even Matt, when you, you know it, always surprises you. You know what else you'll like? Because you work nights and stuff. Like, people... People don't go out till really late. Right. No, there's 24-hour diners and ice cream shops and cookie dough shops, like, all over the place. It's like, yeah, I've just been having fun on Google Maps, kind of looking around. I don't have a list or anything, I think. Are you staying in Manhattan? Yeah, uh, in the East Village. Oh, nice. Yeah. Pizza's got, fire, too. Huh? The pizza is fire, yeah. too. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of really good pizza places. I don't even want to, like, ask people what the best one is, because no. you're going to get anywhere you responses. Go, yeah. Um, but good. we got... Uh, my buddy Jeremy, who you've met, he was over at the house that one day. Oh, yeah. Um, he lives in Brooklyn right now. Uh, our old friend Bryce, who used to work oh, here, yeah. he lives in Brooklyn now. So uh, the East Village is like the closest part of Manhattan to Brooklyn, so we can get over there, but we can also get you know, up to the Times Squares and Central Park areas and down to lower Manhattan. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be wild. We want to see a lot of comedy, so... All that's most of that's in the West Village. Like by the comedy cellar, there's like five comedy clubs within three blocks. It's crazy. Yeah. And you'll see, I mean, if you go to the comedy cellar, you'll see famous people. But I think any of those clubs, you're going to see high quality comics. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So many of my favorite comedians are in You're going to holler York. at Alfred? Wilfred? Wilfred? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, bad, Wilfred. Wilfred, who will be, you know, I don't know what level. He's at him and Andy Haynes, um, and so I'm excited to see what kind of shows they're doing because there's a lot beyond just like the sellers. Sellers for like you know Colin Quinn and Jim Norton and, and like Shay, yeah Shay, like yeah. Um, although some of the younger guys like Dan Soder and Joe List and Mark Norman, who we're going to see in a couple weeks here, are getting getting a lot of time there. So and I actually know Dan Soder, so. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun, man. I love comedy and like the way it's done there is just unlike anything else. So we'll see. Yeah, man, travel's great. And also, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and trip and, and again, it's just a nice thing. Just knowing you have that already set up and something to look forward to. Like it just, I don't know. And just, then even after even after the fact, like after Leavenworth, after Amsterdam, I was riding a high for the next two months of winter. And things just suck less because you're just excited to tell everyone about your trip. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to. It. I think that's a that's a good move that'll you know become more more of something that it's just happened the last three years. But now that I think about it, it's like wow, that's a good strategy. Yeah. And sometimes too, it depends on the people. Like I mean, Denver was great. We had a blast. But just just being able to get two days to hang out with Will and my brother is just like right. Like it, we were fired up about it for the next two months. Oh yeah. Start planning the next one. Yeah, the people make all the difference, man. Whether it's going to a bar or going on a trip. Yeah. Yeah, traveling with somebody. Or a Halloween party. Yeah. All the money in the world can't buy good people to hang out with. Uh, All right, Mr. Cobb, we got some emails? Oh, yes, we do. Did I Uh, jump on you quick there? No. We're we're good to go. The issue is I can't really pre-read them anymore. We don't need to go into why, but so I'm shooting from the hip. Uh, Cobb. Also, oh, shoot, this was a tag on to another email. Um, Basically... Uh, they wanted us to um, get all the podcasts on one. I'm just going to read it. Uh, Cobb, also let me come at you from a business perspective of getting all of the greatest podcasts in all the land. All the land. On one easy platform. Imagine Excuse you're. Me. I burped. 
Oh. Running a company where you have 4,000 employees, each one of those employees has to go through an antiquated system to download a file. Let's just say 186 of these files. Each employee spends five minutes to get one file and has to repeat the process to get the next one. Uh, 4,000 times 5 times 186 equals 3,720 minutes, 2,500 whatever days. Uh, or you have one mid-level manager who hopefully already has them saved and organized. Go and put them on a better platform that now takes the employees close to no time to get and review them. Think of how morale would go up and stock prices would soar. Mike, a.k.a. Blue Golf, a.k.a. Belly. Ted, do you want to comment on our past episodes not being available? I mean, some of them, I just don't know where they are. I mean, they're all on the old KISW.com. Yeah. I we just, switched servers. Things yeah. are shifting. There's no KISW app. I don't, we're not on Radio.com's app, are we? So here's his email, earlier email if you want to hear it. Uh, boys, I know it's been brought up before, but is there any easy way to get your first earlier episodes or to get you guys to upload them all on Apple's podcasts? Here's what I've checked so far. You know what? No. And we don't know it. It's, I'll yeah, check on it. It's all above our, our yeah. pay grade. <laughs> like, the I'm not going to make you read the whole thing again. Like, simple answer, sorry, man, is no. I don't know of an easier way to do it. Cool. For people <laughs> who are curious, Stitcher is episode 110 to 127. Uh, KSW webpage has 72 through the current. All right. Uh, Stitcher has more than that. There, Stitcher has so when we updated KISW.com, the podcast kind of branched, and then and now there's like two pages for the podcast on Stitcher, including one that has all the newer ones. Looks like also Podbean, Apple, Player FM have episodes 189 through current. Pod search, no results found. Love the show, Mike Beatty. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Um. So I had to go deep into that. I know. I'm just like, oh, I, I, I should know that answer. I yeah. It's, well, it's just an interesting thing because so much of podcasting is the wild, wild west and people doing it on their own. And there are a lot of avenues and platforms to, to streamline and simplify things. And we're one of the few podcasts that's on a corporate platform where we're not the ones controlling it. So we're just kind of yeah. like, oh, we upload it. And, you know, it, it really... Knowing that, knowing that someone would go through, the, and other people have said that. Other people have said that they've like had to track down the old ones, and you know, been you know, gone, jumped through some hoops to find a bunch of stuff. And it's really like a, a big honor, <laughs> even when yeah, it's not that true. that s- simple and straightforward as I might like it to be. That people still find a way to listen because they like it. So thank you very much. Orgy number. <clears throat> hey guys, catching up on the podcast and heard you guys talking about when does it become an orgy? Oh yeah. Me and my girl are swingers, and there was another couple we were swinging with for a while. We usually stayed in the same room, but my personal terminology is that four, regardless of gender, is a foursome. But any more is an orgy. Just something I'd like to add to the conversation. Cheers. I agree with that. That's a good number. Because I've had, I've had four, like three girls at once at the ranch, but I don't think that was an orgy. Did you hear about the ranch? Yeah, Dennis passed away. Dennis yeah. Hoff. Pretty sad. Um, yeah, I feel like... It depends on – I agree with that. With the caveat question of it, does it depend on the relationship between the people? Because I do think two couples together, obviously that's not an orgy. But like one guy with three girls, like it's close. But the thing is you never hear the term fivesome. So maybe he is no. on to something. Yeah, you yeah. know, he's right. You hear, well, regular, threesome, foursome. But he's right. You're right. There's no fivesome. Yeah. That's an orgy. It's an orgy. Do you guys go threesome every time, or do you go three-way every time, or do you flop back and forth? 
I think I say threesome every time. But either way would be acceptable. I feel like I say three-way more more often, but I definitely bounce back and forth between the two. Yeah, three-way, I feel like, might have some different connotations. Maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it's because I'm... <laughs> that's true. <It> was <laughs> definitely in the 90s. Yeah. I'll tell you the one so Matt cool. has ruined me on. Oh, God. So we were talking a couple months ago, and he's, we were talking about, like, yogurt ranch or something. And he's like, sometimes you forget your ranch at home. You just got to raw dog those, that broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's kind of like a joke, but he's used it so often that yeah. now, like, I realize sometimes I'll say it, like, like I don't sweat it out as raw dog this salary. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's aggressive. Like, you, you, yeah. you don't know me and Matt's conversation. It's just like, whoa, dude. And I'm picturing you at some, like, corporate event, like, you know, some sort of, like, all-hands meeting or something. <laughs> You're talking about just raw-dogging down, hammering down some bro- uh, raw and some broccoli and hammering down some beers. Right. Like, God damn, dude. Like, <laughs> Try to get protein where I can, dog. Hell of a nutrition strategy. Right. <laughs> I'm upsetting as I do this. <laughs> Man, it's just a sex symbol. Uh, hello, Ted, Matt, and Cobb. Just want to say hello to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. I just got a car. Basically, it's just to go uh, back and forth to work and some local errands. If I want to go to Seattle, I'll go to a park and ride and take the bus. I'm not dealing with the crap of parking and driving. I'm looking forward to making you all banana bread soon. Thanks. Stevie, the Packers fan. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Congrats. Yeah, man. Uh, ahoy to the greatest podcast in all the land. All, all the land. land. I'm behind on the cast. So I don't have anything topical to say. I did want to ask if you guys have any plans for the get-together. Definitely looking oh. forward to it. <laughs> And now that I think about it, I have a question. If you had to pick, what are your top three breweries? Matt, you can answer two. Lots of breweries have non-alcoholic brews like root beer. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's a tough question for me. There's so many breweries. I mean, honestly, like, I still like Elysian. I have to put in there. The Night Owl is probably one of my favorite seasonal beers. And then generally, if I drink an IPA, like, I'll drink a Space Dust. Uh, I also like, what's the one uh, JD loves that has the Kitty Cat Blues and it's over in Woodenville? Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'll be dead honest with you. I'm not the best beer person. <laughs> uh, Dude, you like a lot of light domestics, man. Yeah, like I'm the same way. Like the I like light, easy beers. The yeah. heavy ones are just too too intense for me. For me, I uh, like uh, whoever makes Mac and Jacks. It might be Mac and Jacks yep. Brewery. Oh, Georgetown Brewery. Georgetown. George, no, no. actually, no. Yeah. Oh, Georgetown, Georgetown makes Manny's. Mac and Jacks oh, is yeah, its own bad. thing out in Redmond. You're right. Yeah, so Manny used to work for the guys who make, uh, what's it called? Mac and Jacks. Mac and Jacks. Mac and Jacks. Oh. Yeah, I will their see. space was next door to where we used to print T-shirts in Redmond. Fun Georgetown, fact. I do like, too. I like Lucille. That's mm-hmm. a good beer. Yeah, plus that guy just seems like he really enjoys his job. I went to some company party down there, and Manny was behind the bar, like, just like super, like uh, I don't want to say hammered, but he was drinking, having fun, like passing people out drinks, like just working the bar, man. He was really enjoying himself. Yeah, I, ha- I have a couple mutual friends with him, and like I've only met him a couple times, but it's always been a great experience. Yeah, it seems like a cool dude. Yeah. Enjoys his life. Plus, uh, I just like that like Manny's is called Manny's because it's his name. I like Lucille because their brewery's down by Lucille Street. Huh. <laughs> I don't know why that stuff was like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, totally. But you're right. Like, I guess my favorite brewery would be the Miller Brewery because, I mean, that's what I drink the most of. Dude, it's funny they say that because I was looking at jackets today and Outdoor Research, which I believe is based up here, had like a um, um, uh, uh, Vashon Island, ja- or the Vashon. And I was like, right. oh, look, Vashon Island. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, what about the podcast get-together, boys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Let me look that up real quick. I really like Issaquah Brew House. They have uh, tremendous root beer, like you said, but also amazing burgers and wings and everything. Even when I drank back then, they're, they're a rogue brewery. So Where is it in Issaquah? Right across from the library. Like you take a right, come Kitty off the freeway, corner, or a left? caddy corner from Jack's Grill on Front Street and gotcha. what's it called? Uh, yeah, like across the street from the Shell. Yeah, I like that little strip in there. Yeah, so uh, Issaquah Brew House has great root beer and burgers. Um, and Better than Triple X? Yeah, different, different style. Um, I think sometimes, too, like there's breweries I go beef. to. Like I just like the brewery. And a lot of times it depends on just like. Icicles like that. Yeah, like who the brewers are. Like are they Leavenworth, cool or yeah. yeah um, like, I was going to say that, well, because you don't, non-alcoholic beers are actually, like, if you want an actual non-alcoholic beer, a lot of places do have root beer, but non-alcoholic beers are kind of tough to find at breweries. There's not a lot of, like... No, it costs so much to make Micro-brews yeah. that are... Boundary Bay is another good one. No alcohol. But uh, the Heineken Experience in Amsterdam, which is their old original brewery, has been turned into, like, this big tourist experience and at the end they'll give you Heineken Zeros which are their non-alcoholic beers but it's oh nice that place was just awesome it wasn't a brewery where you go sit down and order some beers and um you know get some appetizers or whatever they take you from room to room and you see all the things and and do a bunch of stuff and it's just like a whole Heineken experience like it says in the name but yeah I mean I used to always have a blast awesome. out at the Red Hook in Woodinville that's a they're switching that now. So Red Hook is gone. They're up on Capitol Hill, right by your house, our yeah. houses. So um, they have like their taste lab or whatever. But the one that is over in Woodenville by my parents' house is uh, they're about to go into production for shoot. Somebody just leased that whole thing. I can't remember. It's a huge property. They do outdoor movies and stuff. They had Forecasters Pub. Dang man, I had that. Yeah, I had the name when I started the the story. Uh, I'm gonna say right now, maybe December seventh. Okay. There you have it. Do we want to do a Friday night again? Do we want to do a Saturday afternoon? If we're going to do a Saturday afternoon, we could do the 8th. The 15th. Fridays in December are always tough. Because the holidays, everybody's got a lot of stuff going on. Some great holiday parties, a lot of finger food. I'm, I think I'm a Saturday guy. All right. We Saturday could do that. day. Saturday day. Saturday mm-hmm. like evening day. On the 8th? Know. Yeah. Because okay. the 15th is cage sport. Okay. Yeah, it's maybe prob- like a 6 p.m. type scenario, you think? Ooh, or, a little later. All right. Like, like, you know what I mean? But you could still, like, if people have other plans that night, like, you can come by, have a quick beer, you know, and then you can still make whatever you're trying to make. Maybe yeah, five. That's a good call. I, I don't know, man. We, we don't have to decide now, but just like, you know. All right. We're just saying Because we still haven't found a location. We haven't found a location. And then. Uh, Are we staying in the city? Right, last year we stayed in the city. The year before that, we were down at what virtual sports again. Yeah. The year before that, we were up in Linwood. I feel like it might be time to go south again. You know what? Might be. You know, mm. I could talk to uh, Mr. Miggs too about the Miggs cast because mm. I know I'm staying at his house on the 21st. Maybe maybe we could just combine it and just do something in the south end on the 22nd. Uh, let's figure it out off Yeah, cast. we'll figure it out. We're getting there. <laughs> uh, mine of the West Coast variety, Washington State, Allegiant Hands Down, favorite beers are Space Dust and Men's Room, Oregon, Rouge, Rogue Ales, Rouge Ales, Rogue Ales. Rogue. Um, their dead guy ale is killer. California, Stone Brewery, uh, their most delicious beer, delicious IPA, which is their gluten-free beer. Cheers to the beers, fellas. Bacon. Oh, you know what? I would also say uh, Lagunitas. I like most of their beers. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, unless it's like a, like, I'm just not a big port or stouter guy, stouter. 
The IPAs get me. Stout or porter guy, right? Like I'll drink a Guinness. That's a very light beer. But most stouts and uh, and porters, I just don't care for. So this time of year, I don't really care for the specialty beers. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like if me- it's like, hey, you want to go to a brewery? I'm like, yeah, I'm game. Let's go. If you're like, hey, you want to go to a bar and get a beer? All right. Yeah. I gotta, I'm not a brewery person per se. Same. But I like, yeah, I like good Pilsner, Amber, Belgian White Ale, like just something light. I can't handle those big, intense, heavy beers. Yeah. And I hate it when they taste syrupy. I mostly drink chick drinks. You guys know this. Yeah, I'm with you. Light beers and vodka is my speed. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess it's about that. <laughs> or no, it's not about that time. Let's check in with Matt with what's happening. Well, we kind of talked, we've been off for two weeks. We kind of talked about Cage Sport and the party and my day Saturday. Um, of note at Cage Sport, um, I just want to thank everybody that was out there that listens to the podcast. Uh, if you were there, you remember when I got, well, I, I introduced uh, the Pierce County District Attorney to the crowd, um, which usually it's, it was scheduled to be, you know, a lot of times it's like someone that's a mixed martial artist that has some, some stats to read off or whatever. But uh, the district, I sit next to the DA, and he was cool. And he's got stats. Yeah, exactly. So um, I introduced some of the people in that audience. Yeah, yeah. So, and Migs always taught me that, like, when you do live things like that, like the crowd wants to cheer. They want to be riled up, and so your job is to rile them up and give them, like, you know, pump them up. So I was, I came out, and it's the intermission. It's like, hey. Give it up for all the fighters you've seen. And, you know, that alone just gets them from a 2 to a 10, right, or a 9. And they're just – and then um, so, you know, just like commenting on the action a little bit and just getting them cheering. And then I'm like, all right, who here lives in Pierce County? And then just more roars. And I was like, cool, I got a very special guest. Please welcome your district attorney. And just booze started raining down, deafening. like Deafening? Yeah, I couldn't hear myself say anything. I couldn't hear Mark say anything. And it was just like, I'm just walking around, like looking around at the whole crowd, just unable to hear anything. And Ernie's up there taking pictures, laughing. And it it was surreal. It was so goddamn fun. I felt like a wrestling heel. And like, yeah, I was going to say, because that's not on you. And they're right. still either cheering or jeering, but they're making noise. Right. And that's Mark all was you having a great him. time. Like, he was a real good sport about it. So it wasn't, like, super awkward for us in the ring. It was just like, oh, God, I did not think that through. Because I was sitting next to the guy. He seemed super <laughs> cool. I was like, yeah, let me go introduce these people to my new friend that I'm watching the fights with. And then I was like, oh, God, I didn't even think that. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. Uh, and so... Yeah, then uh, eventually, you know, we didn't really get to talk a whole lot into the mic because you couldn't really hear anything. So he got out, then they started cheering, and then I brought up another guy who was a former professional boxer who they loved and introduced and asked him some questions and, you know, got out of there for the intermission and dismissed them. But that was one of the wildest experiences of my life. Like, you want to talk about just an adrenaline rush of, like, what is going on here um, that was wild. So makes me think of that Eminem line. Like I've been chewed up and spit out and booed off stage. I was, <laughs> I was off cage. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was a fun. Oh, I got to walk out to Ghost also, which 
Uh, Love it, Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, it was a big deal to me because I'm going out to Vegas to see them. But uh, the new sa- song, new single, Dance Macabre, was just like felt fitting. It's got a nice long intro. Kenny talked me up into it, and it's just like really. Really poppy, catchy, like got a good beat. As soon as it started, people started clapping to the drums. Like it didn't, they didn't sustain it the whole walk up for me, unfortunately, but like it got a good reaction. It was a good song choice. So yeah, that was, that was just a great night. Thank you so much to uh, Tucker down there who runs the thing and Kenny who does the, the most the announcing and Ernie for taking pictures. Like it was just an incredible time. Yeah, man. Uh, the best I ever sport. look is in that cage, man. Ernie make, makes you look awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So my new <laughs> shirt showed up in time. Oh, nice. tweeted about nice. that. Um, that was cool. But I definitely would give the plug to State and Liberty. Their shirts are – I like those shirts better than the one that I got for this time. They're just more comfortable and stretchy and they don't wrinkle. Um, but the, the new one fits fine and it's navy. It's good to have, like, a navy shirt. So um, – yeah, no no regrets on that, but I was pretty stoked it showed up in time. Um, and then, let's see, that night I was able to catch Pigeons playing ping pong's encore. We had a whole group of our friends there. Um, so went there, and then um, this past weekend we went over my Saturday. That was pretty much it. Friday, yeah. went, went out to dinner with my parents um, in, at Pomegranate in Redmond. Cobb, have you heard of that place? Uh, no. Okay. Well, it's really good. I don't want to give them too much love because it's already crowded enough. But all right, yeah. I mean, I the, trust your parents on a restaurant. Yeah, the podcast. You know what? If the podcast listeners are part of the reason that we have to wait next time, which we didn't, we were lucky enough to find a place in the bar. I'm okay with it. Shout, shoot me a larp on. But pomegranate and Redmond is fucking awesome. Nice. Um, best grilled cheese I've ever had. Um, I got the short ribs this time, which I'd had before, which are awesome. They're, all their flatbreads are good. And the fried chicken, which my dad got, which I've had before, is just top-notch. So um, hell of a menu, seasonal, lots of vegetables, but also some really good comfort food. So you can get out of there in pretty good shape. Um, but, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty much it. Sunday was obviously, you know, recovering from the party, sleeping a lot, and then uh, running a few errands. And yeah, I'd say that's about it. Cageport and the party were the were the main things. I yeah, mean, I definitely ran into the shampoo effect on Sunday. Didn't sleep much Saturday night. Like, oh, I'll have a couple pints, and it's like, ah, oh, I'm kind of wasted again. <laughs> shampoo effect. I never heard it called that. Yeah, like you know, like if you have shampoo, like the next day you can kind of just wet your hair. Like we used to do it with like gel, right? So if you had to get up and go somewhere, you just kind of throw some in there, and it would kind of still work. Okay. So I think that's what the shampoo effect means. Like, it's still kind of the booze is already kind of in you, so it only takes like one or two to kickstart it again. Okay. You didn't come up with that term? No. And I'm not positive that's the correct definition. Okay, that's I, I just know I use it all the time. Like, ah, oh, shampoo effect got me. That's what I thought. I was like, shoddy definition for a guy that came up with it. <laughs> I've never heard it before. I wish I could take credit for that one, but alas, I can't. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. I think it's about that time. Boop, 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 boop. Cob topic. Cob topic. It wasn't me drinking those beers. Cobb shampoo topic. effect. Got shampoo me drunk. effect, man. <laughs> Nothing I could do about it, dude. So your boy's been doing some online shopping, trying to get some small things, a coat, a hop, uh, what's it called, a Instapot, small things like that. And I fell down the rabbit hole of reading reviews about stuff. Oh. And this coat 
that I was trying to get. There's this there's this brand that I wear that they sell their use or sorry they sell their stuff that they can't sell. So it's a European brand. They sell their stuff that they can't sell in Europe into the U.S. But when people who are Europeans see it, they get super excited because in Europe it's a really nice brand. Um, it's called Jack Wolfskin, and so I was reading this, but they're pretty pretty inexpensive in the U.S. So anyway, I was reading this. Uh, I was looking at this jacket, and I was like, man, why is it only got got two stars out of you know five? So I go into the review, and there's only one review, and it's like the guy was he's like, love the jacket, everything works great, da da da, but the zipper zips on the other side like it's for a woman two stars and then there was like five people commenting like hey just so you know it's a european jacket oftentimes they zip them on the other side even for guys and so uh it just kind of got me thinking i don't know like about just the idea of reviews and who you should trust and whatever and so what i want to know from people is not what i should buy i want to know what i shouldn't buy so the cop topic this week what is something that you are never fucking buying again Feel free to email us, email at thepodcast.com or hit us up on the Twitter machine. Uh, yes to the girl who hit me up on Instagram that you don't know our email. It's email at thepodcast.com. Make sure they don't advertise with us, Ted. Yeah. I'm like, God, God, that's kind of a loaded question there, man. I'm, I, I might have to take the fifth of that. You could take like an easy one, like non-Q-tip Q-tips. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to. Let's go with that. <laughs> Come on, Ted. What are you not buying again? It doesn't even have to be a brand. You could be like, oh, the cheap version of some sort of sandal. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a knockoff thing that I got where I was just like, this isn't the same. Oh, you know what? I'll go with this one. What? The knockoff version of Solo Cups. I don't even know that existed. Red Solo Cups? So like they're red plastic cups, but they're not as tough. Like they're not. It's not plastic a red party cups. Red, it's, or whatever. exactly. It's not a red solo cup. And every time I get them, I'm like this will be fine. And then I spend that whole stack of cups going, "You fucked up, man. Flimsy. <laughs> you know better than this." Yeah. And like solo cups come so far now that they're like, "Dude, we'll just make the bottom a square." Yeah, it's better balance. Like we got you covered. Dang. Yeah, that's the thing, man. The structural integrity. Like, there's a reason that some brands are on top. Yeah. No kidding. Q-tips. Q-tips is your answer? Off-brand Band-Aids kind of suck, too. Yeah. See, now I'm trying to think. I mean, there's a couple, like off-brand, like bad toilet paper. Ooh. That was the first thing that popped into Great my call. mind. Which, by the way, I need your bidet recommendations. Yes. It's time. Yes! Anyway, Matt, what do you got? Uh, I was actually thinking toilet paper, because I just really like Charmin Ultra Strong. Um, and ultra Strength, Ultra Strong. Ultra Strong. Okay. Not Ultra Soft. Ultra strong is like, hey, we're not going to leave any bits of toilet paper on your ass, which is just a really nice way thing for toilet paper to do, especially when you're using it more to dry off. Um, so, yeah, that was the first thing that popped into my mind. And it's no, you know, anything that's not that I don't I don't like. That's that's my go to toilet paper brand. Um, and it's no disrespect to any of the other toilet paper brands, but like. There's the it's like Tiger Woods ten years ago in golf. It's that in the field. Yeah. So it's not any it, singling out any one inferior product. It's just like that's the superior one for for my needs. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it, were, were you, you going to talk about bidets or no? Oh uh, well. So I would also recommend the Squatty Potty. We I got both. Good moves. Yeah, and it just comes out so much quicker. Yep. 
So you have a squatty potty now? I don't, but Sal has one. Okay, so you so don't have Sal? a squatty potty or a bidet. I don't. Okay. I'm in there and taking shit. Like does like it say so you still shit every day? Do I? Old yeah. School. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> old school. Old school, man. Just sitting in there pooping. I mean, yeah. It's like it's the 1950s. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> do, you, do you read newspaper, too? <laughs> I, you know what? God damn it. Even my brother called me out on this. I still get Sports Illustrated, like the paper version. Okay. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. It feels right on the toilet to read it that way. I did weirdly see like the first headline I've seen about Sports Illustrated in years that Gronk's girlfriend, the cheerleader, is going to be in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. Nice. So there you go. All right. So what does Chris got to say now? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he has a, a smart response. Right? An immediate clap that back. That he's loaded. He's sitting in the gun. <laughs> um, I don't remember the brand that mine is, but there's a lot of uh, like there's a lot of add-ons that you can get. Like we didn't get a warm water one. I don't know that it's entirely necessary, um, but there's some that are like electric. Wow, so you're going with a cold shot to the sphincter. Yeah, it's. You don't even, I mean, I was brought up on warm bidet water, and once I switched, I didn't even really notice. Like, the first one was a little bit of a, oh, wow, okay, that's a little different. But since then, I haven't even looked back. I go over to my parents' house, and it's warm, and it's like, oh, I don't know if I even need this. But, um, the yeah, this one's like <laughs> nozzle nozzle run, so like you kind of control the pressure uh, manually, as opposed to there's some that are like, you push a button, and you can push like What's more or less. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I can send you a link. I've sent multiple people the links. Please so I, do. I know where where it is. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a brand called Tushy that's out that's heavily marketed right now. I haven't. Um, I it was a targeted ad for them that made me be like, I should get my own bidet attachment. What am I doing? And then I went to Amazon and kind of poked around. And um, but the one I have, like I, I, we were talking about with Tyler uh, when he was in here, because he has the same one. It's like. There's like five dots on the pressure knob, and you don't want to go very far past the first one. So it's a little, wow. it's it's a it's pretty, intense. but you develop a feel for it. Like it doesn't bother you. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. I want um, it all. <laughs> right out I'm of five. The, no, the like, cleanest what, butthole you've seen in three counties. Listen, pressure wash me. Right. <laughs> 1.5 is a pressure wash that'll turn into an enema real quick. Like you don't. That's coming I, from a guy that used to use his shower just, just uh, back there. I saw you. I saw you put in your five up. Like you're ready to go with a five. No, I don't. I don't think so. But you know, you don't know me. You, yeah, you don't know what we do when we're not shot. around. When we're not doing yeah. this podcast, you're a house cat, man. Yeah, a couple of alley like, cats out here getting wild in the streets. Right? You think we care? I put it on a four. I have to show you what clean looks like, Jack boy. That, shut up. So you haven't been in the streets in years, man. Don't know what's out there. You don't know what the kids are doing these days. Trust me, it's a lot about butts. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's not forget, also, we're almost to November. I feel like we've done a, all of us in here have done a good job. But diligence, still our word. We've been working on it. Uh, that one's worked pretty well for 2018. But uh, there you go. There's episode 237 uh, for MCTP for Cobb and Lee Ted Smith is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs>